mustache ride. very distant because he's yeah, in yeah. a bathtub i'm rinsing my hair out give me a second <laughs> well we got to give him a buds. since since we got to since we got to give him a second we might as well let everybody know that uh it's recording and there it is welcome to after hours cold open <laughs> i'm your host and Bill, the all-consuming flame of gluttony, coming to you live and loud from a bathtub. Full of <laughs> you you can tell it's in the bathtub. You got some headphones? <laughs> <laughs> Get some earbuds on, dude. <laughs> well, we have one set of headphones, and it's in the basement right now, and I'm not going down there getting my feet all dirty. Coming back to my nice, clean bathtub. We can not we can man, live with it. Not to mention the fact it's one of the few things. It's better to sound echoey and distant. Not to mention the fact that it's one of the rare things that he has that he actually spent a good amount of money on and tries to take good care of. His bathtub? No, his earphones. Oh. I was gonna say his bathtub. Yeah, his bath soap. Do you have like a variety of bath soaps that you use? Well, I sort of do. Um, I like. Just plain Epsom salt to add to it, because I always use way more salt than you're supposed to. Uh, <laughs> Does that cause shrinkage? Uh, a little bit. It helps keep my ankles from swelling. So <laughs> I don't think that's the type of shrinkage she's talking about, there, buddy. Well, I'm well away. <laughs> Tonight's episode is brought to you by Calgon. Calgon, take me away. <laughs> I get various scented salt to uh, add to it so that it has a nice aroma. Uh, right now, the only one I have is the Clary Sage, uh, the Clary Sage chamomile, but I'm very partial to mint and rosemary. <laughs> the chamomile's gonna make you tired. That's the point. It's supposed to relax you. Yeah. Yeah, coming from the guy who is constantly doing a hippie dance to the group of life, you don't need to be more calm. Hey, don't take my mellow, man. <laughs> Look, he, he's the new DM of Chronicles of the Lost Realm. Do us a favor, don't piss off the DM. <laughs> it's a valid point. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I can't help it. I'm a newbie, and he's my older brother, and I gotta get my jabs in where I can. And Fair we're not enough. playing right now, so... Fair enough. <laughs> I'm just saying, I have some very, very sinister, diabolical, horrible, awful shit planned for you guys. And what you he are... means by that, and with the message earlier saying we don't have enough money, he's taking us to a whorehouse. <laughs> That's a very good guess. I own a bar. <laughs> I've got the point. money. <laughs> <laughs> I got some money left over after getting my gear, but I am going to need more. <laughs> Speaking so, of, well, we'll have to do off, off after hours. We'll right. have to we'll have to sit down and uh, figure out how much time has passed since I bought the bar, so I know my. In here in just a second. All right. Uh, give me something. Give me a second. Yep. So that way we can figure out how much income I've actually accumulated. Sweet. <laughs> 
also, uh, I've decided that I'm also going to, just outside your tavern, I'm going to put a quest board where you guys can go fight monsters for a random die cast of money to fight a random die cast selected monster. That oh dear. It's an MMO. Chronicles of the Lost Realm becomes an MMO. <laughs> <laughs> this will be interesting. That way, if you guys ever need extra money or anything, which you might... I have a feeling we will. Please, brave adventurer, I am in dire need. I will pay you 30 silver if you walk across the street and grab that teacup that I forgot to take with me. <laughs> Done deal. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, so I'm I'm sorry. I don't know at least one person who's in the chat. Why don't we do our introductions? That's where I was trying to get it to go, but uh, we were we were in the conversation of uh, Calgon. Take me away. So. Yeah. <laughs> so UA Blackwings here, co-host of. Fresh Gaming and host of Journey to the East podcast. Christopher Stolle, I have way too many shows to even announce. You know them by now. Next. Yeah, this is Chris Rutter, I'm, uh, the host of What's Your and Binge. <clears throat> I guess I'll go. I'm Kim. I'm host of One Non Blonde. <laughs> is it my turn? Sure. sure. Yes. Okay. Uh, my Worst Holiday, uh, where you tell me your most funny or embarrassing life stories and promote the shit out of yourself. Yeah, but the best the best part about it is explaining where you're, you're coming from. I mean... Live in I his basement next to his bathroom. <laughs> where, where am I coming from? Uh, uh, oh, oh, from a room next to my bathroom in my basement. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually part of his intro, and I love it every time I hear it. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, here's the thing. I, I bought this house, and um, when, I, when I came downstairs for the first time, and I turned uh, left from the bottom of my stairs, there's just a toilet in a sink out in the middle, like 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 there's nothing around it, just a toilet in the sink. Ta-da! That's it. And Pittsburgh so bathroom. Built, yeah, yeah, exactly. So I built a bathroom around it, but next to that next to that toilet was another room. So I built a room. I built a toilet, a, a, a bathroom around that. So you had to go through the bathroom to get to the room. <laughs> so I turned that. In my studio, so it's in a room next to my bathroom in my basement. <laughs> well, all right then. I mean, it makes sense. The bathroom, the bathroom is the center focus of his house. From a room next to my bathroom in my basement. This is my worst holiday. How you guys been holding up with the uh, uh, with the with the continued lockdown, like especially with your shows and all that? Like watching watching my worst holiday live. It's weird seeing you sit by yourself without your co-host there. Uh, I know it. it. It sucks. It sucks so bad, man. Uh, I, 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 Stavi is so fucking cool. And I, 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 he, he's amazing. He's fucking funny. He's great. He looks like John. He looks like a young John Candy, and he's just so good. And now I got to bring him in like a remote, and it sucks. 
this is why this this is why I don't do live uh live video feeds because of the fact that you would just be looking at me and hear everybody else's voices. <laughs> That's fair. It's all the voices in your head, man. Just tell them all you're crazy. Yeah, it's not too far from the truth. <laughs> I mean, for me, it's not that off because I normally do podcasting with everyone either over this or Skype or Discord. So, I mean, with my new podcast with Zephyr, we're still doing the same format. I'm not entirely convinced that this is even happening. This might just be all in my head. Who knows? <laughs> God, yeah, that, that sounds about right. God, I hope it's I mean, in your head. I've only ever There's met one much of in you. There. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, if it's in his head, I wish he'd get his, the rest of his out of his head. That would be good. <laughs> Trust me, in his head is not a bad place. There's a lot of room there. <laughs> There's a lot of room. It's so just lacking. Less, it's just lacking furniture. Yeah. Yes. We lost somebody. Did we lose our host? No, we got our host. No, we, we lost Holiday. Oh, we lost Holiday. Well, well that he'll sucks. Probably be back in a minute. He was having connection issues. True. He's off on holiday. <laughs> it's his worst holiday. <laughs> so, Anvil, I, I realized that Rudder and I decided, or not Rudder, I'm sorry, Stolly and I decided to hijack Press A Gaming the other day. Why did you hijack? After hours? Uh, I just felt like it. I felt like uh, Chris could use a break. <laughs> While I'm on the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would say that you're not directing the conversation, but when do you ever direct the conversation on this show? I mean, to be fair. <laughs> Who, me? Yeah, you. I get to ask a question once in a great while when I'm host. <laughs> Whether I ever or not, nobody knows, but I get to ask a question once in a while. <laughs> very, very true. So tell us, Chris, why... Tell, tell our listeners why uh, I would possibly think that you need a break. <laughs> well, nice segue. Uh, the reason... <laughs> the reason Anvil's love, uh, hosting this, this episode is I'm in an extremely shit and the reason I'm in an extremely shit mood is uh, I got some information from the Department of Justice dealing with a case that handled my kids and a, well, look, I'm, I'm going to put it out there because most people here, even even the people close to me here, don't really know me in a sense of shit that, that I and my family have been through uh, in some way, shape, or form, and uh what people do know of me is that I'm a divorced father of three. Uh, one of my kids is 23 years old, but the other two are still minors, so I'll leave their names out of it. Um, but unfortunately, the situation deals with them, the two minors. And that situation is when my ex-wife and I separated and we're going through the divorce proceedings, she was going out screwing around with her, her boyfriend which is the reason why we divorced and separated to begin with, she uh, would leave the kids in the care of somebody who was supposed to be a close friend of hers. And this person proceeded, and I'm not going to pull any punches. So, you know, guys, I'm going to tell you right now, 
trigger warning. Very much a trigger warning. Very much if you don't want to hear something that's going to be very dark and and evil. And this is this is all public record, by the way. You could look this this shit up. Um, so that way you know I'm not bullshitting you in any way, case or shape or form. In fact, I will be giving the guys the defendant's name because fuck him. Um. <clears throat> But just fair warning, this this shit is not pretty. They were leaving him All in the, right. she was leaving him in the care of somebody who was not only molesting and raping the children, but putting it on the internet. Oh my god! And my children at the time were one and two years old. Oh, he was me. he was busted by Homeland Security and ICE because he was trafficking the videos online. Are you fucking kidding me? I am not. The guy's name is Stephen Mazur. You could look up the case in the file. He, he, uh, uh, um, he was putting that online? Yeah, he was selling child pornography online. And how did you get out? With Holy God, are you fucking... Uh, uh, oh... Um, because because no. before before uh, Homeland Security and ICE were directed to do their actual jobs of immigration enforcement, when we had a president, now again, this is not a shot at anybody who's who's Democrat or liberal, but when we had a president that was more interested in things other than immigration, ICE and Homeland were directed towards cyber crimes, partic- particularly child pornography holy shit <clears throat> and they caught him and they identified the victims in his videos in which case they discovered that my two children were two of the victims oh god no well oh, uh, god no long story short we went through a long court proceeding that finally gave him 60 plus years Without possibility oh. of parole. Oh, two, put, two, put two in his brain pan. Well, the only reason... Put two in his fucking brain pan. The only, reason, the only reason he still lives is because Homeland Security got him before I did. But now here, here comes to the present day problem. This was in 2014. They sentenced him to 60 days. Or, excuse me, 60 years. Thank you. Uh, 60 years. Um... The problem is, is I just got contacted by the Department of Justice that he had a hearing today. No, he didn't. Don't don't do this. Appeals hearing? No, he's had two appeals hearings that both of them were denied. This one was for sentence reduction, and not been able to tell. They have not been able to tell me if he was approved or not, and how much time has been taken off his sentence. Oh no! 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 No, 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 no. How many counts? Because not only just your children, so he should be he should be down for like life, never coming out. I don't know. I don't oh, know about no, anybody no, else's children. Pan, man. I don't know about anybody else's children. I only know about my own per- personal case. And he was oh. hit by not only the federal government, but the city of Philadelphia, uh, since it happened in Philadelphia. Well, excuse me, the state of Pennsylvania. It wasn't Philadelphia. It was uh, the state of Pennsylvania because it, it happened technically. No, this happened in Philadelphia. Yeah, it was in Philly. Okay. Um, 
and the, technically it was 40 years by the federal government, followed by an additional 20 by the city of Philadelphia, not to be served concurrently. So in other words, he yeah. can't start Pennsylvania's sentencing until after he finishes federal after, sentencing. Yeah, he finishes the other one. Right. Okay. So, that, so either the federal or the Pennsylvania has given up some of the, of the time. It Hopefully sounds like it was the federal that did. Well, I was about to say, I got contacted by the Department of Justice, not... So that uh, means they've, yeah, so that means they've given up some time, which is bullshit. But the problem okay, so is, is they can't, te- they, they, I guess, I guess they haven't given, uh... Uh, a final verdict as to how much time or whatever, or if they even approved it. So all I was given is that there was a hearing. This was happening. No, you never get out. You never get out. That's it. Period. That's it. You never get out. They shouldn't. Especially, you know, it's like if you have video proof, then you know, that's not like a hearsay. So they should never let somebody like that out ever. Well, Well, and here's the other thing. I mean, in every iteration that I've at least ever heard, there's very few people that make it out of jail alive because once the inmates hear what you're in for, you're automatically marked as a dead person. And that right there puts you pretty freaking high up on the list. Which is why I'm giving out his name and the fact that he's in a penitentiary in Arizona. I want him dead. And I promise you, if he's not going to die in prison... If he's di- if he doesn't die in prison, if they release his ass, whoa, whoa, hold on, hold on. Yeah, uh, premeditated, stop. premeditated. It absolutely will be premeditated. I will not have my children grow up in a world with this monster free. Fair. All right. As long as you're fr- fine with premeditated, please continue. This is what I'm dealing with right now, because I thought that this was handled. <sighs> And okay. I just had this slapped in my face today, literally while editing uh, a video game review for about 76. I had this slapped in my face. <laughs> so well, me- is funny. That fucker needs to die. Well, so, um, I'm making weed, and when it comes out, you get the first bottle. You're making what? So. Mead. I'm making dandelion mead. Oh, that sounds hippie-ish as hell. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it, that, that, that's actually not terrible. I know dandelions are supposedly edible. I've never actually eaten them. I know people that get them in salads and shit. So who knows? It may be great, but I know nothing about dandelions outside of the annoying weed you cut when you oh, no, mow your lawn. Oh, no, 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 no. It's like, uh, I'll tell you what, if you like a tart green... Like, a dandelion green is fantastic. So, we actually only use the petals, which are real sweet. Kind of yeah. like, they have almost a honey-ish flavor. A, a dandelion is, like, one of the best uh, food sources you can actually get. True. Uh, everybody treats them like a weed, but if you fucking go pluck all those fuckers out of your yard and do, like, what you're saying, or yeah. use the greens for them, the greens are, the greens are the hard, greens but they're, 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 like, a huge... Huge antioxidant. They're a huge yeah. source of iron. They're, they're they're incredible. Everyone treats them as a weed, but like it's a it, it's a plant that flowers literally all year. Like we have them popping up through the snow out here. <laughs> so I mean, like they flower literally all year, and you can eat them. How is that worse than grass? 
I'm not. I'm not dogging it. I'm not saying it's it's terrible or uh, or whatever. But I mean, okay. I grew up knowing it as a weed. As such, right. I won't eat it. it it's kind of like rock. That's the funny. That's the funny thing is you've got an ultimate food source right there, like an ultimate food source, and like he's talking about, like actually making the dandelion uh, 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 drink out of it. Like like you can do so many things with dandelions, and everybody looks at it as like this, this nuisance, but it's an ultimate food source. Well, fuck it. I'm I'm willing to try anything most mostly once, except for Rocky Mountain oysters. Fuck it. Why not? Uh, now, now, what I what I want you to do right now, Christopher. I'm not going out into the yard and grabbing a dandelion. <laughs> <laughs> I may have been drinking half the day. But doesn't mean I'm dumb enough to do that. <laughs> I know people walk their dogs on my lawn. No, 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 Christopher, no, no. Smart enough to do that. Smart enough to do that. So I want you to go out to your yard and be very smart. Be very smart. And eat a dandelion. Here's the problem with that. He's not that smart when he's sober. I highly doubt he's that smart when he's drunk. (laughs) Somebody's been listening to Chronicles of the Lost Realm. Um, No, um... No, the, the the fact is, is I have neighbors who don't believe in curbing their dogs. So uh, even if oh, I was willing no. to do, even if I was willing to do that, I'm pretty sure I would get more flavor than I bargained for. I'm sure the ammonia in it would cure the corona. So uh, <laughs> you can do that too. See, this this That's is why I was going to warn you of. Of look at me! Look at me doing uh, 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 physics and science and and all that other shit as well. Well, this this is this is the major reason why Anvil is hosting, and and I decided that we would go ahead and do an after hours, even though I had the 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 the, the news and the situation that I have right now. Which again, I don't have confirmation that anything has changed. It's just the yeah, thought that something could. Yeah. It's just the thought that something could. But this you know, is you know like like what what they have on it, dude. You know, I think you're fine. Yeah. Um, let that let that fucker burn, and he's gonna burn. You That's know. Much in the fact that he's got twenty years guaranteed in the state of Pennsylvania. Yeah, but so, right now I mean, he's not in the state of Pennsylvania. Yeah, but you know Pennsylvania is going to be tougher than Arizona. Not really, because we have a D- district attorney right now who wants to let all criminals go because of coronavirus. Well, that's bullshit. <laughs> And that is fact. He wants I'm, to let them all go so that they could be safe. I'm still a big fan of the penal colony method. Oh, boy. And here's why. I, I, I like our, where you're going with this. So our Constitution says that we're not allowed to use cruel or unusual punishment. There are countless tropical islands in the Pacific that cannot be reached or left by boat because of the currents and the rocks. But this is the modern era where we have helicopters. It could easily drop people in there. We could drop them in and use it as a penal colony, which is both not unusual because it has been used for countless decades by just about every major power in the world. And two, it's not cruel because everything you need to survive is right there, and it's what a large number of people would consider a paradise. Like dandelions. Other rapists and murderers that we drop there. Yeah. Let's drop. Uh, let's drop some dandelion seeds in them. Yeah, there um, they go. 
I I I more subscribe. I don't I don't care what the Constitution says says about cruel and unusual. I thoroughly believe not only in the death penalty system. I, I also believe that we should be uh, having two in the brain pan. I I, I believe we should. Well, not not only do I believe that like uh, the death penalty system, I believe that there there is no room for to to, to borrow a Ron White joke, if I will. Uh, when oh, he was talking about. Do. When he was talking about Texas, uh, Texas uh, putting a legislation in that is more than three. Yes, it put an express lane. From the moment you are charged and sentenced to death, they should take you straight from the courthouse and end you. The end. Problem solved because of the fact that it not only is it a burden on the taxpayers, this person's getting three hots and a cots and free fucking cable on our on our dime. The fact that every time he takes a breath, he's stealing it from somebody who deserves it more, or she. See, here's I, my issue. I not only issue. I know not only subscribe to that. Let me finish. Not only do I subscribe to that, but I do very much believe in eye for an eye as well. If you murdered somebody. By two shots in the back of the head, that's how you go. If you raped and beat somebody to death, then how do you think you should go? Well, interesting topic, and I think a very well, good I'm an eye for an eye. I'm an eye for an eye. I'm with you, Christopher. I know we're not uh, on the same... Uh, uh, we're definitely uh, two totally different... We're opposite sides of the fence. We'll put that... Politically, uh, we but, have two but, different no, ideologies. No, no. I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely 100% down with what you just said. So, um, something of I disagree interest. For one reason. And this is who I wanted to have talk. The victims' families. They now what have to them? suffer through life with something that they loved more than anything else ripped from them, taken away in the blink of a fucking eye. They have to yeah. suffer through that for the rest of their lives. That's why I think the death penalty. Uh, I, I, I see what you're saying. There's not enough suffrage. Not enough suffrage exactly. for somebody that's taken out very quickly. Uh, I, think, yeah, I agree. I, I agree with I like that as well. Colony. You give. I agree with that as well. A knife, a singular knife. Anyone who is a convicted rapist or murderer, give them a knife. Drop them on an island with all the other rapists and murderers, Ooh. and let them fight it out and suffer through it. If they survive, they survive. If they don't, well, they got what was coming to them. So, Anvil, how much time have you had to think about that one considering present circumstances with certain things that you know? Oh, a fair amount. Um, so, my father, the man who raised me, the one who once yelled at me for looking at a girl's butt because it was disrespectful, as it turns out, is a rapist and possible serial killer. Oh, wow. Yeah, let me rephrase that. Probable serial killer. What? Um, oh, um, just wait, wait. Just let him finish. You know what? I love podcasting because I meet the most individual people ever. That's I was so about unique. to say, this This after uh, hours has taken a very <laughs> weird turn. Well, yeah. well, 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 well Christopher, uh, you, you took us down a real dark, dark talking tunnel. And, I swear uh, to God. Uh, I swear. Uh, I guess they're real fucking dark, too. Um <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not dark. <laughs> I, I swear to fucking God, I was hoping that I would get this off my chest and then we would have some laughs. I didn't know it would lead this way. I'm not going to stop I mean, it yeah. from happening, but it this wasn't my intent. <laughs> no, I know. Go ahead, go ahead, Anvil. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, well, let's do Rodney Dangerfield lines then. 
Um, let's do, uh, hey, uh, you can tell she's not two-faced. If she was, she'd be wearing the other one. <laughs> How about that? Uh, or, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was so poor growing up that if I wasn't born a boy, I wouldn't have anything to play with. Oh, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. My wife, my wife, she makes so much noise during sex. I have to yell over the nearest house. Hey, keep it down. <laughs> but anyway, Anvil, I'm sorry. Nice girl, Go. nice girl in college. Nice girl in college. Only fucked twice. The band and the football team. <laughs> uh, but go, go ahead, Anvil. Go, you, were, you were finishing your unfortunate story. Oh, no. It's... Okay. Bring her back down, Christopher. <laughs> well, it's only fair. I got to, I got to, you know, air my dirty laundry. If he wants to air his, it's, it's only polite. Well, it's, uh, it's been quite a roller coaster. He uh, apparently, uh, well, according to Lawrence County Police Department or Sheriff's Department, who has been very untruthful to my entire family, and literally flat out lied, lied to the media. Uh, and has manipulated my mother on multiple occasions. So I'm taking any information they've given me with a grain of salt at this point. Right. They claim that the FBI's been following him since the 80s, but never bothered to, you know, like, right, try to take this family that he sort of enveloped away so that, you know, they weren't in danger. But, you know, whatever. I, I so, feel... government. I feel that this episode, more so than most normal episodes of After Hours, needs to have a parental advisory warning because this is this this is a very dark area. But I'm going to ask you a question, Anvil, that you could that you could uh, decline to answer if you choose to. But because of the situation, especially if the quote unquote uh, sheriff's department's keeping an eye on him since the '80s, and I know you're not that old, right. I've, I've got to yeah. ask. He didn't do anything to you or your siblings or anything, did he? Definitely not me. Um, I'm 99.99% sure not Ashley. Um, Kelly represses memories like it's a sport. So if he did, we wouldn't know, but I don't think he did. Uh, it's hard to, it's hard to speak of if he happened somebody else. He was very meticulous about, you know, Keeping the lives separate so that nobody would know. Kind of very and, Dexterish, not to not to throw a TV series on it, but hiding no, hiding no, his no, true his so. true life from from his. You, you you don't yeah exactly exactly Christopher you don't know what's in somebody else's mind. I mean right. you can know like, somebody's like entire life but never know what's in their mind. Like one of the detectives um, compared him to Ted Bundy, and he wasn't exactly wrong. Holy shit. So, and for anyone who wants more information on this, Alex, who made the TV show? Oh, yes. Cold, uh, Cold Justice released an episode about one of his murders. One of the murders that they're trying him for. Holy really? shit. The one that he's currently in jail on to be tried for. So, But, uh, uh, yeah, it, it just aired a little while back. His name is Lawrence Timmons, if you want to look it up. Holy it was on shit. Please do, because some of the news articles that they've written on this whole thing will absolutely make you want to hurl. Oh, yeah. God. So, be warned. It will be graphic. If you look up him and start reading the news articles, it's very graphic. Be ye warmed, because... 
a lot of people cannot handle that. But uh, this is some you know, crazy shit. Yeah, you want this? You want this one for my worst holiday? <laughs> you want this episode um, for that? <laughs> um, I, 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 I'm, I'm funny. Um, uh, I, I, I can't make jokes about any of this. Um, no, I get I'm, that. I mean, Absolutely. you say that, but I've been uh, making jokes about it for a while now. I absolutely can, um, but uh, it's nothing to be joked about. So like, I'm not I'm not that guy. Um, I've come to the I've come to the point where if I don't make humor from it, I don't know what I'm going to do. So well, well, that's like I'm thinking you're referring to the minivan that uh, I got from my dad as the serial killer van. Even though it was really my grandfather's van, and Dad really only had it for a little while. Humor comes, humor comes from pain and surprise, and right. I, I, I usually like to take advantage of all of that, uh, but I can't do that uh, right now. Uh, so. Well, to to be fair, Rudder and Kim have congratulations, fuckers! You just tied my hands. There you go. Well, Rudder and Kim have both all, been. I hope you're all happy. I hope you're all happy that I can't fucking make jokes today. Well, I'm going to give you the opportunity, but before I do, uh, Rudder and Kim, you guys have been completely quiet in this. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna open the floor to everybody else here in a minute to make sure nobody else has any laundry they'd like to share before we get to the comedy side of this show. Um, but I'm, I'm curious in particular about you two guys being so extra quiet. Uh, well, I guess for me, I mean, um, for me, it was your situation. I, I spent 15 years actually uh, going around talking about the situation of, you know, protecting your children and, and some of that. So, um, it, it hits home to me because I, I've talked to a lot of people who've been in your situation. And so, um, yeah, it, it, it kind of, it, when you hear about it and you know about it, it just makes me angry. And so I just didn't want to say anything too much. But, and then with your, with your dad, I don't know you yet, but, um, I get it. You need to have some humor. Cause I think if I was you, I would be, you know, wanting to, to try to, you didn't laugh. You're gonna. You're gonna end up not knowing what to do. So, I I give you uh, a lot of credit for that. And uh, thank you. You know that's that's a lot. You know because um, you can't. You can't. You can't. Oh, again, back to you can't own it. And I think that's one of the things, Chris, with you with your kids. Obviously, thank God they were little, but still doesn't matter. They were still involved in it. They can't own it, nor can you. You just have to just keep them strong. You know. Well, that's you that's. That, that's one of the things that, that uh, uh, I'm lucky with, but it's also been a complete nightmare for me. Yeah, uh, and Which which kind of goes to what uh, Holiday was saying about, like, comedy comes from pain. And a lot of you guys, through these uh, podcasts and everything, you know, not to, not to toot my own horn or pat myself on the back, you guys tell me I should try stand-up comedy because sometimes <laughs> yeah. what comes out of my I mouth is, is I funny. Said I said some I, people. I never said that. I said some no, people. I never said that, Chris. No, okay. what, what you said, <laughs> but what you said about pain, pain and, and darkness is what comedy comes from, pain and surprise. Um, the problem is, is I, I've been blessed with the fact that luckily thus far, my kids were too young. They don't remember it. They haven't had any reincurrences yeah, of it. Yeah, thank God. Thank God. Thank God. But, uh, but the I, darkness. I went through my own thing. Um, I'll, I'm not going to get into it, but yeah, I went through my own thing. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. I mean, uh, thank God that they're not going to be old enough um, to remember any of it. Well, that that's the thing. It's for me though. It's a very very fresh memory that I carry every day. Every time I look at my children. Yeah, the, the problem is is that you know it. Exactly. And you probably blame yourself. You know it. Well, that that's no that's where I was going to go with it. That's where I was going to go with it. To, yeah, there, there, there's there's nothing more horrifying in, in a father or a mother's mind is that you can't extract um, <laughs> the vengeance that you want. <laughs> I won't to bring, give. I won't bring the mother into this. That's a whole other episode. Um, no, for my for myself, and and I before I say this, I, I'm going to go ahead and put the, de- uh, the 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 disclaimer out there. I don't blame myself. In the fact that I know it was beyond my control. I know that during the time my ex-wife and I were separated, I wasn't getting to see the kids the way that I should have been at the time. Everything was still a chaotic mess in the separation. So there, it, was, it was something that I could not stop or control. That being you said... You your mind, that, in, in a serious note, um, you can always wrap your mind around what if... What if, what if, what if? Exactly, and but I think I think that's the worst. I think that's the worst part about it. Unfortunately, reality is is what it is, and there's certain things that's certain things that's out of your control that you cannot control. Um, but the what ifs in your mind will never ever fucking die. Well, the what if, and, the what ifs are not necessarily the worst sucks. part because because I have a rational enough mind. Personally, I, I what you're saying is absolutely true for other people that might be in my situation. Yeah. For I, for what, myself, what if I would have done this. Right. What for, if I would have done that? What if I could have done this? What if I could have done that? And unfortunately, unfortunately, there's there's nothing we can do to change what is. But the the problem that I feel I the, the problem the problem that I feel, and most everybody here who is a parent in some way will understand this feeling. It's the worst feeling. It is the biggest fear every parent has ever had. What I deal with on every single day is knowing the fact that whether my fault, my control means fault or otherwise, I have failed to do the one job that a parent is expected to do, and that that is protect your children. children. I am completely 100% behind you on this, Chris. Yeah, I do too. It's hard, and I can I, I can comp- I can relate. I'll put it that way. I I can relate. Yeah. And, and the thing is, is even like when they're young, older, you still want to protect them. But when they're babies, you definitely want to protect them. That is the feeling I deal with on a daily basis, almost to the point that the you know I would say that I deal with a form of depression because of it. Not to the sense that I feel yeah. I need to speak to a therapist or be on medications. But I mean, it's always in the back of my mind. No, no, no. Uh, uh, and I, I, I have had to deal with something very similar. Uh, not to the extreme. That, uh, it's, it's bad. But uh, I, I completely, like, like, uh, yeah. Um, that might lose I feel me that I, uh, that I feel that I, I failed as a dad, as a father, to protect my child. Mm-hmm. There's nothing more horrific that you could ever imagine in your mind. And uh, it, 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 like I said, every time I see my kids or or talk to them on the phone 
or or whatever. I mean, I find myself watching their behavior. Like my my youngest son, he he's got kind of behavioral issues. Uh, could it be ADD or, or something of that nature? Sure. Could it be autism? Maybe. I don't know if he's been tested. The mother doesn't really give me all the, the details um, and, and stuff. Or is he just a hyperactive kid who just rather play video games and not listen? Who knows? But, of course, in the back of my mind, I'm also wondering, is this some, some manifestation of the trauma that he went through? You know, I find myself watching them, and any behavioral pattern, I have to wonder, is this something that could have been caused by this? You know what I mean? It, it, exactly. It, yeah, it, it's exactly. a nightmare. It's a nightmare, and the worst part about it, it is, is while you're facing that nightmare, you've got to you got to put on that, that you know, for lack of a better term, you've got to put on that mask, that brave face mm-hmm. around them like nothing in the world is wrong. Right. Right. And that's, that's what you completely do. You completely go on. You completely go on, and you be a great parent. You be everything that you can. But it's because, again, like you said, they don't remember. You know, I mean, I don't remember anything that when I was two or three years old, and they'll never remember that either. Right. And thank God for that, because uh, uh, children are so uh, completely innocent, and they, they don't know or understand or remember anything. Thank God. Fingers crossed. I, I, my, that's the other fear is that one day, like, like, okay, I have a daughter. Okay, one of the two children is a girl. The other one's a boy. You know, but and of course I worry about the boy too. But the people will will. Re- I think it'll resonate with people better if I talk about my daughter for a minute in in one of my fears, and that fear is that she will not have normal, healthy relationships in the future. Not now. She's twelve. Or eleven people. She's going to be twelve. You know, not yeah, for any. Twelve too. Not not for any of you fucking perverts. But I mean, the 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 fact of the matter is, is that like when the time comes when she becomes older and she starts becoming sexually active, something that just made me throw up in the back of my throat a little bit. <laughs> um, and she starts dating and and seeing boys, or in if You're in my the same thing, my brother, <laughs> or, or or in my perfect world, a bull dyke lesbian who hates men. Um, you know, <laughs> oh god, you know all that. <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, I do. If she does, that's that's okay too. I can have grandchildren through my sons. My daughter needs to be a lesbian because my sons get sexually active at an early age. I don't have to worry about them coming home and get pregnant. All my are in that one basket. I've got one daughter. That's all I have. That's it. So she's, she's my beautiful, wonderful daughter. And, and, and if she becomes a lesbian, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, hey, I, would have, I would still love to have a, a grandchild bouncing on my knees sometime. You know, but hey, hey, I, I, I love her. Yeah. Quick, quick question. How old's your daughter? She's 12. So, um, your daughter's 12 and Chris's is 11. You know, maybe a little bit hey, there. There you go. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> we could be in-laws. <laughs> what, 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 what was that? Say, say that again. I, I missed it. What, what did you say? I'm sorry. Go ahead and say that again. I'm, I'm trying to match-make your daughters together. <laughs> Arranged marriage, man. Arranged marriage. It still happens all over India. They're gonna, they're gonna have some beautiful cats. <laughs> we could be in laws. 
was going to be a calico, maybe a Siamese. White uh, people I mean, have done it for kitties. centuries. Great. Usually my, it's to keep from slaughtering each other. My great grandkids are going to be beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> just remember to change the litter box but no they did my my right. biggest fear whether yeah. lesbian hey, or not hey. lesbian whether Chris, lesbian or not lesbian Chris, is that it'll Chris. that it'll manifest later on in in into her relationships where maybe uh, relapses uh, or something come in and it, it destroys her ability to trust somebody especially in an intimate moment right and i of course i worry about that for my son too but no, like i no, said no, Chris, for I, context Sure, I'm sure our daughters are going to be great together. Um, so we <laughs> don't have to worry about that. There um, you go. <laughs> so, real quickly, Rudder, are you still there, buddy? I think we lost Rudder. Yeah, I'm still here. Oh, there he is. No, no, what, what, no, which, what, who, who was I talking to that, that they gave the scenario? Hello? Scenario Hello. of what? Who gave the scenario of our daughters? Uh, 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 UA. UA did it. No, no, no. I, I, uh, who was talking? I'm sorry. Who was talking? UA. UA. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> nice. Great joke. Great joke, dude. Nice. Uh, nicely done. <laughs> so, I mean, joking. You guys might lose me because my battery's about ready to die, and I'm outside. So if you lose me, I'll, I'll catch up with you next time. But I'll okay. until my battery dies. <laughs> now, right. now, Rudder, since 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 you're since we know you're still with, you've been quiet like for 44 minutes, man. Are you all right? Like, how how are you handling not only what you were given, but like what's why have you been silent the whole time? Uh, so in uh, 1995, we've had discussions about my very short-lived uh, career in the ring and how I went on to fighting and all that other stuff. Anyways, in 1995, uh, I went away for six years because I beat noodles out the back of the fucking head of a guy who touched my son. Oh, oh Jesus so Christ. So this, uh, uh, um... I feel your pain in an extreme way, and I know exactly how you feel. And very few people get the chance to do what I was able to do. Yeah. And I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what, you call it a curse or call it a gift, I'll do it again and feel fucking no remorse. But um, it doesn't actually make you feel any better. And at the end of the day, him being in prison, we all wish the worst thing on him. Having been on that side and seeing what people what situations people get put in. He's in protective custody. He's as safe as a, uh, as a, um, you know, he's as safe as could be, to be honest with you. He's and living luxury. It, yeah, it, well, not luxury, but safety. He's, he's, he's protected. And, uh, however, he's living, are, he's living good. There, there are predators uh, in, in PC as well. Uh, so you might have to navigate some of that. I mean, he's not living the best of the world, and he might his ass might be a little bit uh, might be a little bit different now than whenever it was whenever he went in there. But I, I promise you, it's not what you want to happen to him. And uh, he's not getting it. You know, everybody always says, "Well, he's getting what he deserves." Whenever he gets there, I I promise you, he's not. 
unless someone fucked up his first week and they let him out in the in the yard and word got out and that usually doesn't happen in a federal case uh so you know it uh but um if uh he got sentenced to that much time then you don't have to worry about him being out on the street actually the best thing in the world that could happen is that his level be lowered so that way he could be take taken out of heavy PC and uh, any any step he can make to general pop is actually now you're stepping into the area where he's going to get what he deserves but uh, if you haven't been notified of his level being moved or anything like that which you can request that information Chris uh, that's what I signed before today okay um, so if you want to know where he is they'll let you know um, He'll have he'll have initials by his name, and you can ask what they mean. Every state has a different system, uh, but it'd be something along the lines of um, a PC notation uh, showing you where his leveling is. And if he's in PC, it is what it is. He's just living a very long, fucking horrible, uh, boring motherfucking life, to be honest with you. But if he doesn't have PC next to his name, then you might be getting. Um, you know, by default, uh, some you know some revenge. But at the end of the day, kids are fucking resilient, bro. And um, yeah, they are. It doesn't and matter if they if they if they if either one of them are able to forget. The fact that a child is able to navigate through life, and whether they forget or not, or they repress the memories, they're able to. Um, uh, kind of relive the situation in a way that fits their reality best. Yeah. And you have to let the the best thing you can do is just hug them whenever they need a hug. Let them eat fucking dirt if they need to eat dirt, and always be there whenever you're supposed to be. That's the best thing you can do. If you did that to begin with, then you have nothing to blame, nobody to blame, except this piece of shit. I appreciate that. Where, you know that's where the fault lies, and that's where it needs to end. And you just be there and just, uh, you know, hug them. I appreciate that. I, I do. Because, uh, like I said, that's uh, that's the private side of me that I don't normally let out in the entertainment world, whether it be music, wrestling, <laughs> this. Um, but if you call this entertainment. Um, but, you know, at the at the end of the day, that, that is something that it's the first thought when I go to sleep. Or it's the last thought when I go to sleep and the first thought when I wake up every day. As and, it should be. And quite honestly, while editing editing the uh, the the episode of Wild High Reviews, getting that email was like a worse nightmare coming true. The thought that he could even remotely have the chance of changing this situation from what it is. Is just something that does not sit well with me at all. Yeah, I don't understood. Think completely, completely understandable. Completely yeah, understandable. I, I really don't think that you have to worry about his situation moving, other than going to maybe another facility, which means change of level, and then you're, you know, by default getting your heart's desire. If he gets out of PC or whatever, you know, and because that's the way it works in, in federal custody. Right. That the longer you serve, the the more likely you are to have a level change, which means being moved to uh, gym pop, is what they call it. And uh, 
you know, if that happens, then uh, someone is going to tap that ass. I promise you. <laughs> no. Yeah, and not yeah, just that, yeah. but if it gets out that he's a child molester, it's basically a. Uh, it's a not a death sentence. sentence. It's, a, it's not actually a death sentence. It's a license to rent that ass and exactly. make that person's life living hell. It's even worse than a death sentence because, believe me, uh, the people on the inside who are predatory that way, they're not looking to end the life because his life needs to be ended. This is just a piece of shit that we get to use and laugh in the meantime because it's a piece of shit. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, I do appreciate everybody here letting me air that laundry, and especially uh, in this instance, Anvil. And, what have you been and, talking about? And Chris. A- A- Anvil and, and Chris, the fact that you guys shared some, some horrible, horrible shit that you guys, unfortunately, have suffered, too. I, you know, I, I greatly appreciate it, but this is After Hours, and I... As much as much as it's hard to, I, I think Mr. Holiday is correct, and we just we need to get to the funny. <laughs> yeah, get we, to the funny shit, man. We go on, Chris. You start. Well, I I will I will start <laughs> off by uh, cursing out UA for a minute here. Whoa, whoa! What did I? Yo, hear? no, no. Go ahead, go ahead, man. Go ahead. He he started he started hosting a show called Journey to the East, and what this show is is that him him and him and uh, Zephyr uh, explore Eastern Japanese or or Asian cultures coming in pre- 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 uh, prevalent within the West influences cultures video games anime the like. And he and I were having a conversation the other day about uh, Japanese anime, and then I told him how I'm like into older anime, but I really can't get into modern because of the fact it's gotten really childish and silly. Speaking uh, of that, I'm going to interrupt well, you. I, like just don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't get I don't get anime. I, I get the storylines and shit like that, but I, I don't get no. the cartooning because cartooning is it went to such a great level, and it's, it's such a great level. And then anime is at such a basic fucking level that I just right. can't. So, it's so, hard for me to even so watch stop. because it's. Yep. Okay. All right. I'm just gonna interrupt you for one second. You and okay. I discussed this the other day about how you don't like modern anime. Oh, excuse me. It was Anvil. Yeah. This, this Grand Blue one. Thank you. And I've been watching it. Not, not and even it's modern. Terrible. Not even modern. Like it's always it's been fucking the same. awful. You were like, it's not bad, and I'm like, I'm watching it. I'm like, man, this is fucking awful. I'm well, still maybe, watching it maybe. because I'm hooked now, and I'm a fucking <laughs> weeb, but I can objectively look at it and say it's kind of fucking awful. It is tropey as trope gets. Well, it may be, it may be, it may be fucking awful as an anime, but maybe the reason I, I like it is because it, it very much reminds me of like a a, 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 a Kmart version of Final Fantasy. But I I, I, I see that. I, I, I apologize. I apologize. I, 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 I apologize I to UA. I, I apologize you to UA. Like Justice League. You watch like Justice League, and the cartooning is okay. So good. Holiday, holiday. Yes. Hold on one second, dude. I'm gonna get to you in a second because I think that you and I are gonna have a little fun with this. What are you trying to say, Chris? Uh, I apologize to UA because I thought it was him that I was talking to, but it was actually Anvil because we were talking on uh, while playing Fallout 76. Uh, okay. And one of the things one of the things that we were talking about was like I don't like watching subtitles because it takes away from me watching what's on the screen because I'm busy reading. So I'd rather, oh, even though you. sometimes, even though sometimes no, the voice no, no, acting, no, 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 no. even got, though the voice disagree. acting, right? Let me let me finish, man. 
but let me let me finish real quick because it distracts from what's going on on the screen because I'm too busy paying attention to the to the to the subtitles. So as, even though the voice acting can be terrible at times, I'd rather if I'm going to watch an anime, I'd rather have it English dubbed. And I pointed out as 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 an example, like a lot of people talk about Sword Art Online, and anytime I've ever seen Sword Art Online, it was always subtitled. It was always in the original Japanese. Uh, dialogue so i could never watch it i just couldn't get into it well he told me that on netflix it was english dubbed well fuck you asshole i'm fucking already up to second season everybody here let's face it everybody here has seen pan's labyrinth right yeah it, nope. yeah nope all right nope you heard oh. me oh I, well. no. Get the fuck off here right now and watch Pan's Labyrinth. Load <laughs> it up this second. And then come Get back to this conversation. Of yours, come back to this conversation and you've got a clue. <laughs> because, because you don't watch Pan's Labyrinth and nobody remembers the fucking subtitles in it at all. That is valid. That is valid. That's straight up, that's straight up fucking truth. Or the girl, uh, the girl with the dragon tattoo... If you watch that movie, you don't remember the subtitles. You just fucking watched that movie, and you were so sucked into it that you it was a displacement of reality. You were so fucking into that movie, everything around you disappeared. Like, well, to see, no, I agree with Chris. probably one of the most majestic fucking things ever made. I'll, I'll agree with that somewhat, because the, the only time, the la- at least the last time that I remember a subtitle film got me like that, it, was, it wasn't an anime, it wasn't a cartoon. I Honestly, it was Passion of the Christ. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that, that's right. That was, all, that was all subtitled. Because it was all in Aramaic. Like how good, how yeah. good was that fucking, yeah, it was all Aramaic. And how good was that fucking movie? Mel Gibson did a fucking genius job with that. But, uh, yeah. You, Roger, you, know, you got anything to say on this as our resident movie buff? Yeah, he is the movie so, guy. Yeah, um, so, so I, for the cartoon discussion, um, I enjoy anime for the art of it, and you do have the to have art a... art of it? Do you mean the... Yes, the there, there is, do you mean the storyline, or uh, because the, the cartooning is shit? No, it's not. It depends on the anime. It really depends on the anime. If you look at a series like Akira, that artwork is phenomenal, and it's it's an incredible piece of artwork that goes on for like thirteen fucking years. And uh, as far as like uh, subtitling and everything, I for the ninety nine percent of the time, I I find subtitles to be distracting as well. And I know Pan's Labyrinth is a great example, but that's one example. And the rest of the time, it doesn't work out that way. No, 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 it, no it not one, fact. not one. Like I can watch so many great things. Like, like I was talking about, like the woman with the uh, uh, the dragon, dragon tattoo. tattoo, or here's or uh, if like, I you can, talking, like you was talking about Passion of the Christ. I've seen that in the movies, and uh, oh my god, like you, you don't even remember. You don't remember the the, the subtitles at all. To be honest with you, those are two movies I don't even remember at all, let alone the subtitles. <laughs> oh, oh, then, then, then again, again, uh, stop talking to me right now and turn on those fucking movies. So, go, go, go I on, actually agree with them. I, I did love those movies, but I don't like subtitles. 
but I have extra reason not to. I'm actually very a very slow reader and mildly dyslexic, so oftentimes it's hard for me to keep up with subtitles. So I often miss large portions of the story because I didn't get to finish reading a subtitle. And that's my problem pause. too is that I well, well yeah, but then I have to pause seventy times. Exactly. Well, I, I'm yeah. telling you. I'm telling you. Uh, I, like I can't speak for you, who's dyslexic or uh, or whatever, but as, as a person that can read a regular Damn. a regular subtitle, Jeez, uh, I, I don't even remember them having subtitles. <laughs> I'm Damn. sorry about your disability. There's and, nothing and I, I can do about I do that. Pan's Labyrinth. I remember oh. that movie fantastically. And I, like you, I don't remember the subtitle. Well, well, where is your fucking? But I do remember that in? movie vividly, and I guess the subtitles must have been moving at the right speed or something, because like I don't remember. How, I don't well, that remember movie, that movie before. was that movie was the exception because it was such a visual masterpiece. The special effects, the way that they they did the but CGI and the You still had to read it. You still had to read every every line of it. You still had to read every and line it, of it. And, and again, that's it's still only one movie. And if you could see me moving my like fingers that. like in, in, in a pinched formation, moving forward as I'm saying this. <laughs> so, Stoli. Yeah. We can't have After Hours be dark anymore, or at least we can't have it be dark with My Worst Holiday on, because boy, does he get salty. <laughs> like damn man do you want me to get you some vinegar with that too jesus <laughs> oh what was it was it the uh i can my read man. it or no, i can my read man. My man. I, I fucking love that i i fucking love it i'm going i'm going to figure out which episode i'm getting holiday on from an episode, and we are going to debate the art style of Japanese and American cartoons between cartoons and anime. Well, see, that's the thing. We're just going to spend the whole hour arguing about it. Well, see, that that's the uh, that's I'm the bad, thing. And to be I'm fair, holiday, uh, holiday. To be fair, and I, I'm I'm kind of stepping on UA's toes here, but anime is is. Is is a, is a broad spectrum, just like American cartoons are broad spectrum. You've got realistic cartoons like GI Joe, like Justice League, but then you've got the silly cartoons like uh, Betty Boop and we Looney Tunes. You know, and anime has the same thing. You have the realistic shit like Vampire Hunter D, Ninja Scroll, Akira, wait a wait and then a you've got the silly shit like fucking Pokemon. You know, and then of course you've got. Then you've got the then you've got the anime porn like you know known as hentai where you have where you have vines raping women you know so I mean it, but that being said there's cartoon porn cartoon porn I, too I, 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 uh, it all gets yeah. weird there so <laughs> I'm I'm not gonna go down that dark hole of anime porn um, <laughs> uh, I, I don't even know what to do with that uh, <laughs> no well most people watch it. But I, I suppose most, you could also ignore most, it. Most people watch it. Most Ho people holiday, watch holiday. It. Write this down. H-E-N-T-A-I. Search it later and thank me later. <laughs> Kim, put the pen down. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I don't have a pen and I'm not going to write it down. Uh... <laughs> I'm just sad that my phone's ready to die, so I apologize for that. But yeah. So, but I love you. Dusty, I love you. 
That's not Dusty. That's not Dusty. That's the other. That's the other one you interviewed today. I'm the other white chick. You know what? There's more than there's other token female. There, there, there are other females in Realm of the Mist. We have Venus. We have Kim. We have Dusty. We have UA. We have a bunch of women on the show. How's that for salty? Wait, wait, wait. There's more than one woman on the show? Uh, <laughs> well, Kim and UA. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to do it. I'm sorry. I, I, I think you're mad that I'm being funnier than you tonight. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. There might be a little professional jealousy there. You may <laughs> got that. You're more than welcome. You're more than welcome uh, on your show or my show to uh, discuss the um, uh, the the the, either the anime or the American. I guess this American animation. I'll go with that. I don't know. I don't know. Does America have a a quote unquote style like a a a title for their animation? They do. Yeah, it's called Pixar. Yeah, Pixar. Two styles of cartoons. Anime yeah. and Western. Like, like even look Western. at Rick and Morty. Like, the cartooning on Rick and Morty. And okay. all of us can agree, Rick and Morty is fucking phenomenal. Uh, oh. Actually, I hate oh, Rick and Morty. True? Uh, I uh, love uh, Rick and Morty. Uh, oh, wait, wait. I didn't get any uh, feedback. No. I didn't get any uh, uh, a pushback on that one. I, 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 I actually <laughs> hate Rick and Morty. Oh, I think I blacked oh, out for oh. it there for a second. Oh, we were talking about how much we love Rick and Morty. Well, you you keep ta- you keep talking about it, but not everybody okay. can agree with it. And, and, all right, all right. And, and that's why right, I kept my mouth. Christopher, uh... here's the thing. Here's the thing. You're about to get kicked out as a podcaster because you don't like Rick and Morty. I'm sorry. Hey, I don't hey, like I don't like modern like. Western ca- uh, cartoons. Rick and Morty. Uh, it's okay. uh, uh, what what's it's that okay. one with the floating meatball and the French fry and the cup? You know. Uh, <laughs> The animation, the, the, the jokes are flat, land flat, and the animation is just horrible. I'm sorry, I don't like modern times. What I call the the uh, Cartoon Network style of cartooning nowadays. All right. right. Uh oh. How do you oh. feel about Steven Universe? Who? Because that's very Steven different Universe. from everything else that's on there right now. My daughter is a bigger, big, big, huge fan of Steven Universe. Don't know it. I, I have no opinion because okay. I don't know it. So oh, she's so she's twelve. So I, I'm going to take this out of Alex's hands for just a minute, because I know he could go on a tantrum for Steven Universe all day long. So I will make I it short curious. and sweet. I, I'll I'll make it short and but sweet. I'm going to say one more thing before you do. Chris is allowed to like and dislike whatever he wants. He also thinks dubstep isn't music, so his opinion isn't exactly. <laughs> <laughs> How many of us have released an album? Uh, yeah, just one, right? <laughs> just, so, just, just saying. I mean, I'm the one that's closest to a, an expert on music in this panel. <laughs> that's valid, but I dated a girl who is an opera singer who likes dubstep. So. Oh yeah. Well, it's kind of funny because I, I, musically, like with the orchestra, obviously with opera, I would classify opera as music, but performance-wise, I consider opera more art than music. And I know that music is is a form of art in its own right, but I, I take it more as a stage performance than an actual 
uh, form of music, like writing music, if that makes sense. No, it absolutely doesn't. She, she literally has, she has a master's because, in musical performance. Because opera she is an instrument the... as well as singing. Right now, I'm not taking. I'm not taking away from opera. I'm not saying that opera is horrible or bad or terrible. And I no, definitely, no, it, and I definitely give it to, to opera singers. Classical music, because classical, you, you can't do opera without classical music unless you're like the Who, you know, uh, or, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, or or Queensrÿche. No, and um, and I no, no. I mean, it, like like the orchestration of it has to be so tight, and then the the, the music with it has to be that tight with it as well. I think it's the I think it's the ultimate form of music, and I agree with that. But I'm saying, as far as an opera singer uh, is concerned, they are. It's not like they're getting in a studio with the rest of the orchestra and recording an album. They haven't written the songs. They're performing the songs that somebody else has written. Opera singers, well, nine times out of ten, are more about oh, 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 performers oh, oh. than the actual the art of either. music writing. That that was the, the difference I was trying to make. Uh, oh, I agree. I agree. I agree with that completely. That was that it's, was uh, that it, was the it, separation. Like, uh, that was the America's separation I was talent. pointing. Yeah, it's America's Got Talent. Or uh, well, hang on. Here's here's my point. By that logic, none of the classical music would be considered music because they none of them wrote that music. Not true. All of them still uh, understand musical theory to be able to even play their instruments. Whereas when so I made the argument, where I made the uh, where I made the argument with you about dubstep, dubstep is all computer. It is all computer. It's all pre-generated beats and noise. It is there's there's no redeeming actual <laughs> note within dubstep in any way, shape, or form, as far as musical with, with theory opera, is concerned. With opera, with opera is classical music. And, yeah. and to perform classical music, I mean, you have, like, the violinist has to be spot on. The oboist has to be spot on. The timpani has to be spot on. Like, these guys have to uh, perfect an art that, that, that is so good that uh, you've got to be considered for it. Uh, it's, it's not and like so somebody can sing. Like, like, any, like, like there, there, there's a million, like, l l let's face it, like, Christopher Cross is an amazing performer. And he wrote all his music, and he, and he, and he did he did all that. But uh, For the, he's not even uh, going to be considered today as a or, or or Bob Dylan, or Bob Dylan's not going to be considered a musician today um, because of um, wh where we put our standards as far as the singer. Tom Petty. Let's face it: if Tom Petty or Bob Dylan went on America's Got Talent today, where would they be? Oh, they'd be voted off because their their voices. Home. Yeah, they'd be voted off because their voices aren't what's considered uh, singers today. Right. Everybody has to sound like fucking Mariah Carey today, or Beyonce. Yeah, and opera singers also have to learn musical theory. They also have to, you know, understand the notes, and they have to hit exactly spot on, and they have to work with the most temperamental instrument that there probably ever has ever existed: the human body. Well, as a large mucus muco or large wet soggy sock of an echo chamber covered in mucus, and they have to make that resonate. All right, I'll I'll retract what I said about opera, okay? Because of the fact that I I viewed it as as more performance than actual technical music. 
I will I will retract. I will stand corrected on that. But on dubstep, you will never convince me otherwise. And that's fair. <laughs> I can see where you're coming from on the dubstep. I disagree, but I can understand where you're coming from. I don't know what dubstep is. So look up Skillerex, you'll understand. But have a bottle of Tylenol. Don't, don't go with Skrillex. Like Skrillex. Awful. No, no, no. Try no. Uh, Toxic Mushroom. Oh, no, no, no. That's not music. Cat. <laughs> Sorry, guys. My cat just fucking walked up and clawed the shit out of me, you little bastard. Yeah, right. right sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that reminds me. I want a tattoo. <laughs> how how the hell did we get on musical theory? By the way, from from animation, we were talking about anime and animation. Like quite honestly, we were picking on we were picking on fucking holiday, and all of a sudden now it's fucking pick on Chris Day. <laughs> I, didn't do anything. I, I was talking about anime and I was talking about you're the one who drew it drove it to like opera man I didn't do that I didn't do that that was that was Anvil took it to opera I blame science. I was gonna say I, I was getting ready to you can trust me I'm a scientist and then all of a sudden Anvil had to interrupt me as he always does I'm That's a what I do so anyway, UA, you were you were gonna take the you were gonna attack Holiday on his uh, preferences of anime. Go ahead. Oh no, I'm gonna save that for my show. Oh okay. <laughs> okay, because no, I, th- I you I, I, you were I taking it over. I thought you were gonna attack. <laughs> no, I was I was going to talk tell about uh, Steven Universe because I personally think that's one of the best shows that Cartoon Network has come out with in. Oh, I don't know, the last 10, 15 years without breaking a sweat. I would and say touches on ever. And touches on subjects that a lot of shows won't even touch because they're very real. But why? But I, well, here's a question then. And I, again, we're, we're kind of detracting from the comedy of After Hours here with this. But why does a cartoon need to touch on subjects? Why can't we have. Good, good old-fashioned Looney Tunes or Tom and Jerry, where it's just slapstick humor and comedy. You know, you know. Uh, talking about Looney Tunes, did anybody watch like the remake of Looney Tunes? The oh one that God, just released. I'm, I'm so like afraid to. Can't look away. <laughs> it was fucking genius. It was fucking genius. Lullaby. Which one are we talking about? Because they did two remakes of it. There's a there's a uh, new not, one that not, just released. Not. not, not yeah, not Wabbit, but the actual um, uh, the Bugs Bunny one. Uh, or the, Daffy you talking Duck about the one where, where Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck were roommates? Are, yes, yes. That one was good. That one that was, was good. I enjoyed it. Good. Uh, that's that what we're talking fucking, about Wabbit. And that I was, was like, what? That one's majestic. It was fantastic. <laughs> it was like one of the funniest things I've ever seen. D- Daffy Duck being just Daffy Duck. Was fantastic. Truth. And uh, Kristen Wiig being a uh, Lola Bunny was amazing. I, I, <laughs> I, I just just spellbound about how good that cartoon series was. It was like thirteen episodes because that's all they was contracted for, and they were right. fucking. That that was so fucking funny. They brought in every character. They made them all their own, and they didn't deviate from the character. But they made them um, more modern, and it was so fantastic. If you haven't watched it, watch every fucking episode. I rolled, I rocked back and forth at certain times. Yeah, yeah I watched no, it. They, they did I, get I a agree. second season. You know that, right? What's that? You know they got a second season, right? 
No, no, they they didn't do another season. Uh, they they did that they one run, and did that, that was it. it. Right here. What did they release they it straight to DVD? Season. No, I remembered watching it on Cartoon Network. Yeah, it was fantastic. Well, I do know. Yeah, I, I do I, know I'm they're pretty, releasing. I'm pretty, sure I've seen, I'm pretty sure I've seen every one of them because I was absolutely like all in, like absolutely all in on all of them. Yeah, holiday. I'm. I I looked it up too. Season one had 26 episodes. Season two had 26 episodes. So you're looking at 52 episodes in total. I believe it was oh. HBO. I believe it was HBO or HBO Plus. Um, but uh, they just re-released Looney Tunes. They brought it back, and it's not the yeah. old school. It's all brand new shit. Like this week, they released it. So that yeah, that's why I was like. trying to get uh, get. Uh, uh, you know, clarification on it because of the fact that you know I haven't seen this brand new one yet. I'm like UA oh, said. I'm so kind of I'm kind of scared to see this brand brand new one because I'm afraid they're going to do to it like they've done. If you've ever watched any of the uh, modern Tom and Jerry movies, no. Here I'll do oh, no, you no, one. No. But I'll do now, you now, I, I interviewed. Better. I interviewed Sam Quasman. Uh, he's on. Uh, Boomerang. He's doing the um, the Tom and Jerry series on Boomerang, and he does a uh, little flacker. And uh, Tom Clausen was fantastic. Now, Chris, if you want to talk about a show that did a remake that was absolute garbage, original Thundercats, and then the newest version that Cartoon Network is putting out right now, where they basically animated the shit out of it to the point of unrecognizable. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm 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 kind of on the fence on whether that's the worst remake ever or if the Shira they came out with. Oh my god! Don't even. Oh. <laughs> hey guys, my phone's about ready to go, so I will talk to you soon. Invite me to the next one, okay? Absolutely. Good, cool check. And then there were four. Well, we'll yeah, work it out. The rudder had to bounce, so we'll work it out. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. The Thundercats, like the, the first time I even saw the animation, I didn't even have to hear the dialogue. As soon as I saw the animation, I was like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> you know, yeah, what are you doing to my childhood? I, yeah, I seen the animation. I was well, like, "Nope, I'm out." And here's here's I the thing for me. I here's, gave it a chance. I watched a full two episodes and was ready to claw my eyes out. Here's the thing for me. I watched I watched and thoroughly enjoyed the 80s original Thundercats. That, no, that I have all of the DVDs for. Then Cartoon Network decided to redo it several years ago, and I actually enjoyed that initial remake that they did. It was a retelling of it, new animation. I enjoyed that, and they canceled it, which killed me a little bit inside. Now they're re-relaunching it with a brand new look and everything, and it makes me want to put a bullet in my mouth. Well, that's how I feel about the Transformers. Like I'm a G, I'm a G1 Transformers fan. Like I suffered the fucking Transformers movie where where Hasbro decided the best way to put out a new line of Transformers uh, toys to is to kill off, off every original character. You know, I suffered through that. I didn't. I, I wasn't a fan of it myself, but I didn't mind things like Beast Wars. But that bullshit where, like, you had Transformers uh, Rescue Squad, or that Transformers where it was like uh, again really shitty animation and and just horrible dated jokes. It, it was it was 
what are these animators thinking with this shit? Or, or these showrunners? Nope, I, I, I agree. So, here's my issue. Well, it, it's, it's the simplicity. Like, they, they, they take away your ability to think. Um, I'm a big Columbo fan. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, like, Columbo from the 70s. You know, like... Peter Falk. And I love it. But they, they redid it in the 80s, but they took away they took away the ability to to think at all on it. Like, they, 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 they call you an idiot, basically, is what they're doing. They're calling you a moron. They, they, they feel that you don't get things. So uh, they, they make it so simplistic that they think that you can't think. And I hate that. Well, see that that's where I was going when when uh, when we were talking about anime before, uh, when when Anvil and I were talking about anime before. Modern anime to me, it, it feels exactly that, where it's all flash and ooh look shiny with with jokes that land flat, as opposed to animations like we like uh, Rudder brought up, like Akira, which you really got to pay attention to even understand the story. Like, they really right. make you think, as well as yeah, having great right. animation and great dialogue. Well, it, it, take it, away, uh, like, like uh, if you watch um, old movies, and I love old movies. Right. They will, they, they use uh, so few actors. Right. And they, they rely on a great storyline. <laughs> exactly. And they, they, they make you think about something like uh they'll make you uh, like like there's so many things that'll go on in it that you won't understand if you've never been a reader or if you're just the, the most they, they 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 prey on the new shows prey on how simple of a fucking person you are right like that, that, that like we understand that you're a moron and you'll get you're gonna get these these simple jokes just like uh, the original Looney Tunes, they they put jokes in there that nobody will get unless you're intelligent. Well, that was no. the thing. The original Looney Tunes skirted past the censors, and I mean skirted past the censors, because oh, yeah, half of their absolutely. jokes were extremely risque. We, they're, they're tame by our standards, oh, but, but back in the 30s and 40s... Back in the '30s and '40s, like the ultimate one that I always that, that always pops in my head was the episode of Bugs Bunny where he was tormenting a uh, department store clerk, and uh, he winds up dressing as a female bunny, and uh, the guy gets all like woohoo, you know, like ooh, a hot chick and shit. And uh, Bugs Bunny turns around and says to him, "I'd like to see something in a pair of bedroom slippers." And the guy, as sly as he could, you know, elbows her and says, "Confidentially." So in the 30s, it, it was lucky that even passed because the sexual innuendo in that one line was thick. Yeah. <laughs> I oh, mean, yeah. or, or, or he's playing like uh, the, the, the one that I've seen was uh, Louis Tunes is uh, Bugs Bunny's playing the piano and he's praying Franz Liszt. And, he, and he's playing it in a telephone rings and he picks it up and he goes, Hello? And he goes, Franz Liszt? Never heard of him. <laughs> like, like nobody would know that that piece that he was playing was actually Franz Liszt, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Franz Liszt, you know. Like, so, like nobody would get that. Like today, today, like that would fall so fucking short of being funny. Like it, it, it would just go right by him because nobody knows who Franz Liszt is. Exactly. Nobody, nobody knows classical music. Nobody knows any of that kind of a thing. So, like, like that joke. 
like just absolutely ruled me, and nobody else around me would laugh. And I think I think that's something that like not just not just in cartoons, you know, whether it be anime or or movies. western <laughs> movies, TV shows, hell, fucking late night shows, is is sorely lacking is content that's not only entertaining. But, humor. but thought provoking, thought provoking. Yeah. It doesn't have to even yeah. be humor, whether like like uh, like uh, Holiday was saying about Columbo, even even the non humorous shows like look at Law and Order. When Law and Order first came out, you thought about Law and Order. Now, by yeah. criminal intent and all that, they're basically handing it to you on a silver platter because you're not smart enough to figure out the plot on your own. Right. Exactly. You know exactly. what I mean? And, and like, like my wife hates me. My wife hates me because we'll be watching a movie, and I'll go, "Oh yeah, uh, this is gonna happen. That's gonna happen." <laughs> oh yeah, that's, no, I, that's I another agree with you 100% that I have. An anime has fallen into it really hard. Um, cartoons haven't. The Western cartoons haven't so much because most of them don't have like an actual plot line. Usually, it's like this happens, and then they repeat that at every episode. Um, but. Anymore, a lot of it's become, I'm going to follow the same cookie-cutter layout of, for instance, action movie, or the same cookie-cutter layout of uh, anime girl falls in love with main character, or, you know, anytime oh, yeah. you watch oh, a yeah. show like, anymore, uh, uh, You know, I, I like to watch, I like to watch uh, Lifetime, because it's the absolute funniest fucking network on TV. <laughs> what the Oprah Network doesn't do it for you? Uh, just, just, just <laughs> like everything is like it, it's just like uh, I, I was standing there and I used to I, I was in a TV store that I used to run, and uh, me and my buddy are standing there, and uh, I go, I, I've never seen this show before. And the guy comes pulling up, and this old guy's standing by this fence, and the guy comes up, he goes walking out, and this guy says. And I said it before the guy even said it. I like, I ain't seen you in these parts for a while. And the guy says, I ain't seen you in these parts for a while. Like I'd never seen the show before, but I could I could tell the dialogue before it even fucking happened. Like that's how that that's how stupid uh, uh, we are now. Like like it's so predictable that that's what's gonna happen. Well, like I said, it's it's in all media, it, you know, whether it's uh, music, movies, uh, cartoons, TV shows, fucking video games. Most people now would rather a perfect example. I, I'm actually watching watching it happen right here. My my girl is actually sitting here playing a game right now. Uh, the Call of Duty series is a perfect example. When Call of oh, Duty, absolutely. when Call of Duty first came out, of course it, it revolutionized the multi uh, multiplayer uh, deathmatch scenario with you know uh, with their online play. But Call of Duty has always had a solid first person campaign, a single player campaign with hellaciously great story arc up until Black Black Ops. Three was a was a weak story, which was really terrible. But World War Two had a phenomenal story. But then they decided, well, we'd rather make more multiplayer and then also throw in this bullshit fucking uh, uh, battle royale style and Black Ops Four 
and forego campaign altogether. You took away the only thought-provoking part of the whole entire fucking game for stupid right. turn-based idiocy. Button mashing. Because right. again, your audience is not smart enough to handle being able to follow a storyline. Right. Well, what I think it is, is like... Uh, the attention span. Uh, that's something that I find even more insulting. Yeah. Like, it's one thing to be uneducated. It's another thing to say, well, I don't think you can pay attention long enough to, f to finish this. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of the reasons why breaking the fourth wall's interview sessions are about a half an hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there it is. I, I, I think what the thing is, is um, that we do have all this multimedia and stuff like that now, and we've forgotten our past, and nobody's interested in the past. Like, everything is so, like, uh, now. And uh, we don't actually think about... Uh, I'm a big World War One buff, you know, and... There's something you, know, you don't hear every day. Buff. Yeah, and I'm a big history buff. And, but but nobody is anymore. You know, like, like uh, somebody says something like, well, this is going on. And I go, no, this happened... This happened 100 years ago, man. Right. You know? And, and, and nobody knows that. Nobody, nobody knows the past anymore. Nobody embraces what happened before anymore. Everything is in the now. That's why everything's repeating again. Is because everybody ignores. Nobody, nobody, yeah. exactly. Nobody knows the past, so it's doomed to repeat itself. Well, see, I've I'm said it better myself. See, I'm still, I'm still blown away that you're a World War One buff because people who who follow historically, like, and my uncle was a perfect uh, example. You know, um, because he was a Civil War reenactor, he was a big he was a big Civil War buff. He was actually one of the extras in Gettysburg. He played a Confederate soldier that died in the Battle of Gettysburg. Um, mm -hmm. But but he also did Civil War reenacting. He was a big Civil War buff. And what I find amazing is most people who who are history buffs, especially history of war buffs. They always go to the Civil War. They always go to the Revolutionary War. They always go to World War Two. You never hear something, yeah, or nobody goes to World War One. You never go to World War One. You never go to like Korea. You never go to to the Gulf War. You know what I mean? It's always and, it's always and, World and, War Two, Civil here, War, Revolutionary War, Vietnam. You I, know, I, I, I haven't studied uh, Korea that much, but I know it's very complex. But but to to know the the, the reality of what is right now, you really know, need to go back to World War One. It True. is, it is such an amazing. Like it, it started out like, if you want to know what uh, French soldiers looked like going into the Napoleonic Wars, look at the beginning of World War One, because they didn't change, and the world had. Um, like they were going out into battle like in blue, like like the the, the generals and the the. Uh, the uh, the colonels and stuff like that were riding out in like big blue uniforms with with feathers on their hair and on their helmets and shit like that. Like you could tell who the fucking leaders were, and they were just picked off. And the German Germans all dressed in gray, and they all had machine guns, and nobody had that before then. And it was just fucking crazy how how everything changed in four years. It was amazing. 
And that like, was a le- plans, that was a lesson Germany planes that, that... became something. Planes became something. Uh, uh, machine guns became something. Um, artillery, like heavy artillery, became something. And, and and everybody was wiped out with this huge cannon fodder. Like they were all cannon fodder. Like all of them were. And, and, and nobody realized what was going on as this war went on. It was crazy. And then gas. It's 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 so phenomenal. What you know? I'm a big comic guy, and I'm a big. Uh, but I don't listen to comedy. I listen to history. It's crazy what happened in that war. Well, it's, it's kind of funny because the way the way you point out is actually absolutely true in both world wars. Germany forced whether you, you know, obviously I'm not singing the praises of like Nazi Germany or anything else. So understand oh, no, what no, I'm no, saying no. here. But Germany has forced the hand of the world twice in two different wars to step forward. What he's saying with artillery and machine guns and and having your infantry dressed the same so you don't know who's the 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 leaders and stuff of that nature. That forced World War One and the world to have to change their tactics and their and their thinking. World War Two, the Nazis did it again because they came with fucking tanks and they were facing like Poland and shit still riding horseback. Right. Yeah. The yeah. exact same thing. And not just that. <laughs> exactly. They didn't just have tanks. They had an air force that was unrivaled. At the time, they were when they started, they were literally unrivaled. They had the largest air force in the world. And their air force would just go through and bombard everyone and everything for a full 12 hours before anyone even marched in there. So Not- by the time that they've rolled in with their tanks against these guys with horses uh, and fucking so, pieces, so much more than that. Everything uh, was just obliterated, and that's Not- sort of what. Not to mention like, their not to mention Germany's subservice, the Wolf Pack was a feared thing. They were they were light years ahead of everybody else in, in sub subnautical again, warfare. Again, again, you guys are going you guys are right back in World War Two. No, no, I know, but I, what I was meaning is that the the, the the point that I was trying to make between World War One and World War Two is that that is a perfect example of those who don't remember the past are doomed to repeat it. World War II was not that long ago from World War One, but Germany had already shown tactics that made the world change. And then when Germany took took the world to war again, the exact same thing happened. Germany forced us, uh, forced the rest of the world to turn around and say, "Wait a minute, why are we behind the times with these guys?" <laughs> right. That was the point I was trying to make. If I ask you. I would like to say, watch out for China. Who's the one person that changed everything in the last decade and a half? The one person. The one person that changed everything in the last decade and a half. What would your answer be? For modern times? Changed everything. In in, In 150 years. Who's the one person that changed everything? Oh, I th- when you said last decade, I'm thinking the last ten yeah. years. Last decade. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm last sorry. decade, last I would say Osama years. bin Laden. Nope. In last decade. Uh, no, in the last decade. No, no. Last 150 last years. 150 years. I would definitely say Jack Kilby and Robert Noyce. Nope. The people who invented the computer chip. Nope. Microchip. I'd nope. say I'd say Adolf Hitler. Nope. He forced I'm change. Not, I, I, I'm not I'm giving not him. I'm not giving. No, I'm not giving. Understand again. I'm not giving that answer as I'm giving him credit.
he did force the rest of the world to have to change. That's that was my reasoning. That 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 changed everything. Changed everything in a single moment. One guy. Oh, the assassination! Oh fuck! What was his name? Not the assassination of JFK. No. no. Nope. No. Okay. Um, that prince uh, that what started all of World War One. Yeah. Yes. I can't think Princess of his name right now. Bali. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Congratulations. I could ask a hundred people right now, and nobody would know that. And you so, fucking nailed it. I, I see where you're coming from, and I absolutely can agree with that. However, it I would changed, actually say... It changed. There's, there's nations that aren't nations anymore. There's the entire demographic of Europe. The entire demographic I, of the United States, everything from one shot, from a couple shots, from one guy, Prince Gravali. I would disagree in the fact that I believed the microchips invention was more pivotal because with the microchip, it allowed communications to hit unprecedented levels. It allowed integration between in cooperation between people from such immense distances that basically borders became null and void. You could no longer stop the flow of information. And, and we all I, use I it for like, fucking cat videos and porn. You, 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 that, 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 that's true. Thank you. But you couldn't, but you couldn't I also change. see where you're coming from. Whereas had World War One not happened, it's very likely the microchip never would have been invented. Wouldn't have needed to. It might have been. It might. It might have been. Uh, but it might have been done under a um, a. Uh, it would have been a done royalty. A royalty versus a democracy, or well, I mean, or. Not necessarily uh, under a royalty. The U.S. had already existed by that point. Right, but I get I get what he's saying. It had World War One not happened, uh, thing the, the 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 whole entire landscape, not only politically, uh, but otherwise, the whole entire landscape of the world might be completely different. That we don't know if the United States would exist today. Well, well, now realize realize before World War One, uh, there were there was a royalty based class in Austria, Hungary, and Germany, and Russia. And Poland, oh, there wasn't even a Poland really, um, but like like this changed the entire landscape of Europe or yeah. the world, um, not us necessarily, um, but it changed everything. So so who whoever came to make the microchip or anything else like that, the entire landscape of that like is is totally changed, right. And another on another point, have World War One like who, who, who World War Two probably wouldn't have happened. Japan would still be a feudal system, more than likely. Oh, without without and World War One, without World War One, World War Two definitely would not have happened. Without World War One, World War Two never would have happened because the whole entire reason for World War Two, the whole entire reason for World War Two was because of the uh, the tariffs and sanctions placed on Germany after their loss in World War exactly. One. But but the thing about World War One, it was for no reason, absolutely no reason. It was a bunch of monarchs and everybody else that got their cocks hard, and 
everything went into a state of war over a monarchy. I, I over, have to disagree. It was over everything, the same thing that just about every war has been over. A bunch of rich people telling a bunch of poor people to go kill each other for them. You mean a monarchy? A monarchy, a democracy. <laughs> no, whatever it no, is. just... It's always monarchies. It's all monarchies. Like, like look it up. It's all monarchies. Yeah. Then, but I'm saying now, it's still the same thing. Still a bunch of rich people telling poor people to go fight and kill each other because I said so. Yep. Yep. Again, Uh, those who don't remember the past are due to repeat it. All right, brothers. Hey, man, I got to get off here. Love you guys. Take it easy, brother. Tell everybody where they can find my worst holiday. See you, holiday. Hey, you guys have a great night, man. Thanks, you too. I'll try to get you on the show next time that I get a good topic going, okay? Hey, you're welcome anytime. Oh, anytime. Uh, You got a funny or embarrassing life story? Yeah, get a hold of me, man. I'll I'll, I'll put you on. Uh, Oh, I, I got a couple of good ones about Dusty that I really wanted her to tell, but she chickened out on, so I'm going to pull the rug out out from under her. (laughs) No, no, not really. You you know, we we just go with the flow, and uh, she was fucking wonderful. She's absolutely beautiful. Um, Yeah, yeah, you're welcome anytime, man. Sounds good. All right, yeah, you got all my information, right? Yes, I do. All right, brother. Uh, uh, Chris, always yep. a pleasure. Love you. And uh, we're a Realm of the Mist podcast. And hey, you guys have a great night. You too, brother. Bye. I think on that note, we need to wrap this one up too. We took this one a little extra long, but that's all right. We had money in, but yeah. it wasn't a whole lot of funny this episode. Instead, it was uh, dark and dark and dark, and then we went in war. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how this episode did that. (laughs) I guess we didn't talk anime in the middle. (laughs) And on that disappointment, it's time to end. Sorry, I've been watching a lot of Grand Tour lately. Bye, John. Love you. Charlotte! Hey, love you too. That Charlotte Blueberry. For those of you who don't know her, she might have a podcast at some point on Realm of the Mist called Story Time with Aunt Charlotte Blueberry. I'm so glad I know about this. Oh, wait. (laughs) (laughs) We talked about this like a month and a half ago. Did we? It was before the quarantine. Yes. I'm expected to remember shit from a month and a half ago. Yeah, so more the merrier. Fuck it. Yeah, we'll do it. (laughs) That's what you said then. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) That's don't change much. Well, get her to the mic. Let her speak. Wait a minute. Are you still sitting in the bathtub? He's been in the bathtub this entire time. You've got to be a prune. (laughs) No, I use enough salt. That's the trick. Lots of salt. And he stays warm because Charlotte Fuller is boiling water in his tub. And it's a giant bowl of cut fruit because she's poor, the best wife in the world. Poor Charlotte. She's got to see him all shriveled and shrunken. And it, it, admit it, it looks like a grub wearing a turtleneck, doesn't it? Actually, no, because it's nice and warm. And to put it the way she put it, very lovely, is, man, I really like your penis, but your balls, they're just like, there. <laughs> 
And there's your funny. Well, here's, everybody. No, here's here's your funny. Charlotte, be honest. I, I want a woman's opinion. How weird is it to watch the head of the penis float to the surface? Like it has a little pocket of air. Uh, he does a lot of just saying he has a lot of tricks with his penis, so nothing is surprising anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of a better way to end the podcast, buddy. That's it. And on a high note, just just stop the recording now. <laughs> Guys, we'll catch you on the next after hours. Just 